What's up, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of WHRT's podcast. I'm your host, Joe Braun. And today I have four exciting stories to share with you. Our first story will revolve around everyone's favorite bar on campus and its radical transformation into a spooky oasis. Then we transition to the realm of sports, starting with a sit-down interview about the men's shoot rugby team and its newfound successes. For our third story, we get a look at what it takes to go to grad school here at Secret Heart and what it entails in a realm of communications. And to round it off, we end with a piece on the men's shoe basketball team and the festivities of Shoe Hoops Madness. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Who doesn't like Halloween? As one of the biggest holidays of the year, you can expect colleges to go above and beyond to show off their spirit. Here at Shoe, the local bar Reds take spooky season to the next level as it transforms itself from an ordinary bar into a scary Halloween-themed sanctuary. Let's listen in to Dom and Jack as you see what Dead's is all about. All right, I'm Jack Sullivan. And I'm Dom Caporal. And uh, today in this show, we're going to be talking about the special event at Reds this past Tuesday. Uh, got a little rhyme action, Dead's. Reds yeah, Dead's. It's very nice. Uh, got to talk about a little bit of the perspective of Dom being a server and me as a patron and some of the other servers and uh, staff for the student union got their perspective on deads and how well it went and how much of a good time it is. All right, I'm, uh, I'm sitting down here with server Josh Ankle and uh, Josh, how are you? Uh, I'm doing great, how are you? Not bad. Uh, tell us a little bit about Reds and what goes on down here. Uh, so Reds is our on-campus bar. I am a service slash bartender here. Um, I legally and responsibly serve beer and wine and seltzers to our patrons. Um, Reds is a place where you can come down and chill and have a beer with some friends or get a little rowdy, you know, play some darts, some Pac-Man. Um, yeah, it's just here to have a good time with uh, a lot of your friends and uh, know the people that serve you. Alright, and uh, can you tell us about like special events, maybe like Deads and stuff like that? Especially Deads, since it's kind of what we're focusing on here. Yeah, uh, Deads happened on Tuesday. Uh, it's our like Halloween costume party. We got um, plenty of prizes for original costumes, couple costumes. Um, we decorate the place like crazy, um, as if it's some haunted house. So it's definitely a lot of fun and a lot of people come out for us. Alright, cool. And uh, Josh, thank you for your time. Yeah, anytime. You know, Jack, since like I've been serving kind of for so long at Reds, never really got the full experience down there. Like, how is it like on a night like Dead's? Like, how is the experience down there? And like, what is it like? You know, Dead's was really cool because everyone dressed up for one thing. And you got to see uh, a lot of people show their imaginations. And Red Reds in general is a, to me, is a really good place to drink, to have a good time. Uh, and it's under, under a safe environment. And I really enjoy that. And I, and I like seeing people from Sacred Heart, and I don't know everyone in the senior class. I wish I did, but I think it's a that's a good opportunity to meet a lot of people, and that was huge. You know, I was really interested in a lot of the costumes. Uh, I don't know uh, if you remember who won each thing, but I think some of them deserved to win and some of them did not. I know uh, best male costume, uh, someone dressed up as Dr. Patillo. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, 
best duo costume was uh, Life Alert, and it was a grandma. Yep. That was pretty funny. I think, I think personally, from, like, looking at it from, like, a, quote, sober standpoint here, I think people almost go, there's those, there's, like, two categories of it. There's the people that go all out and kind of want to win, and then there's the people that kind of just don't care. Yeah, and like I felt course, like I, I felt like I was in the middle. Um, I was Smalls and then, or Squints, sorry, from Sandlot, and uh, I had someone dress up as Wendy Peppercorn, so that was pretty funny. I knew we weren't gonna win, but I still thought it was creative, kind of a thing. So I mean, I think it was, it's funny. Yeah, I think it's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, I looked like I was two years old. It's pretty <laughs> funny. Uh, so I mean, I mean, there was that aspect, and then. Uh, just enjoying everyone's company was really cool too. Yeah, I mean that that's that's kind of the great thing about Reds is kind of just like it's always something to do. There's an event almost every single night, and like especially like Dez, we were saying before, like it's like it's never a bad time to meet somebody new. There's just like it's a great social environment. Even like us that are working down there, like we're willing to talk. Like and it's just like it's just a fun environment that everyone is going to experience and should experience. Now, who, who would you say is your least favorite pa- patron to serve? My least favorite patron to serve? Yeah. Oof. Especially on uh, Dead. So what, what was he dre- He or she dressed like? Definitely in the Squints costume. Um, that was me. Yeah. So there's definitely a couple people <laughs> that I hate, but Squints is definitely up there. I don't know, man. That was kind of messed up. And what are you going to do? Right. Every two seconds, this, this guy's asking. He's like, can I get a Kona? Can I get a Kona? It's every two seconds. All right, man. Big way is good. Whatever. All right. Well, you can do it, man. Okay. Awesome. Well, uh, Dom, this was a great talk. Definitely, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I got to see your perspective because I was once in your shoes, but now that I can be a patron down there and you will be soon. A uh, couple months. A couple yeah. months, yeah. I think it's a good way for you to know what's really up with Reds and uh, how Dead's was, how great an event that was, and hopefully for your future you can enjoy it as much as I did. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Next, we transition into the world of Sacred Heart Athletics. Throughout the years, different Sacred Heart sports have had their time to shine. Well, now it's rugby's turn. Fresh off a new conference, John Scala sits down with a team member to discuss the trials and tribulations that come with moving up to a more competitive conference. Hello, everybody. I'm John Scala, and I play rugby here at Sacred Heart University. Today, I'll be talking about the Sacred Heart men's club rugby team. The team has just recently moved into a new division with teams such as Coast Guard, UVM, and Southern. These teams will be a much harder test than the ones that they had faced last year. Today, I have Brian Brown to talk a little about the team and see how they're going to be doing this year. My name is Brian Brown. I'm a senior, and I am part of the X-Men rugby team here. So what do you think are going to be some of the biggest differences that the team's going to see in this new division? Uh, this year, our conference is a lot stronger. Uh, we moved up a conference since, quote-unquote, we were dominating last year. So uh, we got bumped up a new conference, and this year they are more legit. Uh, we play better teams. We play more legit teams that have a better resume in the past few years. One big thing is that uh, if we make it to our conference championship, no matter if we win or lose, we still get a bid to go to nationals. But in every other conference, only the winning team will get a bid for nationals. So by having both the winning and losing team getting bids, 
it just shows that those teams are still dominant enough, even if they lost their conference championship, to deserve a spot at Nationals. All right, so there wasn't that many freshmen to come onto the team this year. For the ones who did come out to the team, what do you think of their skills and how they can help our team go to the Nationals again? Uh, we got five new freshmen this year. Two of them never played rugby in their lives. They've played other sports, but they're uh, good physical kids. That uh, they they just help with you know team morale. They help with in practice stuff. They uh they're just good teammates. Then uh, we got three that have played in high school. Uh, we have one standout freshman named Brian Colton. Very athletic kid. Uh, his older brother graduated two years ago from here, played rugby along with us when we were younger. He's already jumped right in, shown that he can hang with us, has earned a starting spot in our starting 15 as a winger. He's already making big contributions to the team, so it's nice to see. But uh, all our freshmen have come in and really embraced their role, have became a part of the team, and uh, have really helped us out so far. Now, what do you think about the overall expectation for the team? Do you think you're going to meet last year's and exceed it by winning the championship? Or do you think you'll be in the middle of the pack? Uh, it's really hard to say right now. Um, like I mentioned before, we moved up a conference. So we never played these teams, at least in a, a regular season game. So we are unsure how we're going to do. Right now we are 1-1. One one. Uh, we still have three more games. I'm hoping to finish at least 4-1. Uh, if we if we fall three and two, playoffs look bleak and championship contention looks bleak. But uh, I do think that we can rally and we can finish out the season with three straight wins and hopefully earn a spot in that championship game. But uh, expectations are always high with our team. We've been very dominant the past few years. We've kept moving up conferences because we've been so dominant. So we have that mindset we can go out and beat no matter who, no matter what conference it is. But uh. It's definitely going to be a challenge. We are confident, but we're not cocky. We like to stay a little humble, but uh, we're ready for any challenge that comes in our way. Let's give a thank you to Brian Brown for coming on and talking about the team. I'm John Scala, and thanks for listening. If rugby is too much of a contact sport for you and you prefer to stay off the field, Ken Eckert has you covered. With many of us, our time here at SHU is dwindling to a close, but for some, graduate school is their next step of their education. Here at SHU, the graduate school is incredible. It offers a wide array of different opportunities. In Ken's case, he was able to sit down with the school communications grad student to ask him just a few questions on what these opportunities entail. What's going on everybody? This is Kenny Eckerd for WHRT. At Sacred Heart University, there are over 30 plus graduate programs varying from Master of Science in Cybersecurity to a Master's Degree in Broadcast Journalism and Media Production. Today, I sat down and talked with one of the members of the Sports Communication and Media Graduate Program here at Sacred Heart and got a better perspective of being in the graduate program as well as being a graduate assistant with the university. All right, so I'm here with uh, graduate student and graduate assistant, Anthony Ariello. Uh, How are you doing, sir? Oh, I'm doing great. Happy to be here. Uh, thanks for coming on to the show. So I um, just wanted to start off with, uh, what is the graduate program that you're in? 
Okay, so I'm in the sports communication and media grad program. And essentially what that is, uh, it is obviously a grad program, but it kind of teaches students how to uh, work in a professional environment, specifically in sports broadcasting and media. Um, we also have an ACP track, which is Athletic Promotions and Communications. So, you know, setting out press releases for teams, promotional videos, stuff like that. That's very interesting. Mm. And um, we were talking earlier about this. Uh, you, you are a graduate assistant here at this, the university. Yeah. Implying on what you do with the, uh, does it is it involved with the graduate program or is it something outside of it? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm a grad assistant for the School of Communications and Media Arts um, as a whole. Um, specifically, what they'll tell you I'm a grad assistant for the uh, for my grad program, SCM. But uh, but I do help out with undergrads, other grad programs. Essentially, what I do I have a cubicle upstairs in Martiri. Um, I work like a nine to five typical day job. Uh, I'm kind of sitting there to kind of assist with any students who need help with projects. I help in the studio. I'll edit projects for the school. Like if you know student life has something they shot, they need something edited. I'll help with that and pretty much anything any professor tells me to do, I'll do it. That's great. That's great. And uh, when game day comes around, mm -hmm. you help out with the production and all that stuff. Of course. So, um, obviously, it's a class, sport event production. It's a media class, so that kind of falls in my jurisdiction. Um, so, I, I'm kind of like a teacher's assistant in that class. Whereas, you know, I'll go to the pit uh, with the students during class, show them how to set up cameras, coil cable, uh, set up the control room, and then during game day, I have a position. Um, recently, I've been the technical director um, for the past few games, which is a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, it's just a great time. That's good, that's good. Being in the grad program, does it affect anything outside of school? You know, we're on the rugby team. Right. Did that affect being at practice or showing up the games and stuff? Of course, yes. Um, so like I said, I have a nine to five job, um, and then I have class at night, so we practice three to five. It's very hard for me to make it to practice. Um, you know, especially because I'm also getting, you know, it's not like I'm, I'm getting paid for this job also, so it's kind of hard for me to say, oh, yeah. I'm going to take off in the middle of the day because, you know, I can't really do that. It is a struggle. It's a struggle. It's a, it's a real struggle. It's a real issue. Um, I have missed a few games in the past, but I try my best to make it to the games on the weekends because, like, you know, we mentioned there are football games on the weekends as well. So um, a lot of things conflict, a lot of conflictions. Yeah, it's hard to get out and try and make – all, all your sports and stuff. Exactly. But uh, so one more thing I want to add on. Um, are you looking to stay at Sacred Heart after you're done with your graduate program? So it really depends on where I get my uh, the job, I guess. Um, I know a lot of students get a job at NBC Sports, which is in Stanford. Um, so at that point, I could kind of commute back and forth. I also know a lot of students that graduated recently uh, got over teaching jobs. So if I do have a job that's close by and they offer me a teaching job as well, I, I would definitely love to stay here. Uh, well, Tom, thanks for coming on today. Anytime, I Kevin. very appreciate you coming on. Oh, yeah, it's my pleasure. It was great to talk with Tony about one of the many graduate programs here at Sacred Heart. If you're looking to apply to graduate school, talk to your advisor and see what programs they offer at this great university. I'm Kenny Ecker with WHRT. Thanks for stopping by. Take it easy. We end on a high note. With everyone excited that the basketball season is starting up again, Stefan Ayanin and Jack Rabbits go in-depth to supply coverage of the men and women's shoe hoops madness. With the winter sports season quickly approaching, teams here at Sacred Heart University are working hard to prepare for great seasons. 
On Friday, October 26th, the Shoes men's and women's basketball team had their first opportunity to show off to the fans at the annual Shoe Hoops Madness. As usual, the event had it all, from the band playing, to the cheer team performing, to some friendly competition between the boys and girls basketball team, and even a fun game of musical chairs. The event took place during family weekend, so students, parents, and siblings filed into the pit center to watch the fun. Head announcer John was fired up throughout the event and got the whole crowd pumped up to enjoy the entertainment. And the most recognized player that was introduced in the men's basketball lineup was senior captain Sean Hoeing. After the madness had come to a conclusion, I was able to ask my parents what their overall takeaway was from the great annual event. Oh, it was so much fun. I loved it. A lot of school spirit, loved the music, everyone was really into it. I loved seeing the teams up close like that. The coaches were great when they spoke. A lot of people were cheering for them. And you can just see that basketball is a big deal and everyone's going to love the season. And yeah, I just loved it. It was a really fun way to spend the night. Everyone seemed to be really excited about the upcoming season and both teams look young and it should be fun to watch them play all season. Overall, the event was a success and the men's head basketball coach, Anthony Latina, said the Hoops Madness was the best one yet. Hopefully the success of the event will kickstart a great upcoming season for the men and women's basketball team this winter. Thank you everyone for tuning in again this week. This has been Joe Ron for WHRT's podcast. Have a great week.